What's up, Credit Fam? Welcome to Mentally Financial. This is the show where you get tips on how to deal with mental stress and financial stress. Hey, we just talk about the good things that's going to get us through the day, okay? So you come on in, get you something to drink, get you some popcorn, get you something that's a snack on. You know, me personally, I like me a glass of wine, and I just like to chill. So come on in, sit back, and let's talk about these tips, all right? I'm Gary B. What's up, Credit Fam? This is your boy, Gary B. Hey, today's show, we're going to talk about 10 tips for teaching your kids about money. And we all got kids out there, or we know some kids that need to know some about money, okay? So your niece, your nephew, your son, your daughter, whoever, we're going to come up with 10 tips that's going to help you financially stress less and help them prepare for not financially stressing out, all right? This is your boy, Gary B. I'll be right back in a moment. Peace. I want to apologize for not having a show for you Sunday night because I am very consistent with my shows. So, be, you know, please forgive me. But I was in Orlando, Florida at a great show. It was FinCon 22. It was my first time ever going, meeting with other people that do personal finance and that are podcasters. That was so cool about it. We all do the same thing. And it was my first time going. I enjoyed it. I learned a lot. It, it told me some things I need to start doing to try to make the show better for y'all. So it was a great experience. So please forgive me for not having a show for y'all Sunday night. Well, with that being said, like I said, we're going to talk about 10 tips for teaching your kids about money or somebody else's kids or our kids. We need to get back to that village. We need to get back to that, you know, building a tribe situation. Okay. Because all of us need this information. I know you want to stress less about money and let's teach our kids not to have to stress about money. All right. So with that being said, let's jump into number one. Number one, start earlier than you expect when it comes to teaching kids about money. You can start as young as three, okay? Because there are some very intelligent kids out there. Give them a cell phone, give them a tablet, put them on a computer and see what they do. You know what I'm saying? So I say as young as three, let's start talking about money. Not no heavy stuff about paying bills and all that kind of stuff, no. Show them a dollar. Show them what $20 is. Show them what $5 is. You know, break it down into the ones and all of that good mess. Start showing them what money looks like. Show them a credit card. Show them a debit card. You know what I'm saying? Let them put their hands on it. Let them play with it a little bit, okay? And then gradually start working your way up as they get older of what they need to do with that money. Number two, ensure that the lessons are age appropriate or age suitable. Like I was just telling you, a three-year-old don't need to know about your grocery bills or your electric bill. No, just, you know, let them play with the money. You know what I'm saying? Let them see what money looks like. You know, Monopoly is real good. And, you know, I'm saying a a three-year-old going to understand Monopoly. But, hey, some do, you know. So if, if a child is young enough to learn how to play Monopoly, play Monopoly. I'm not getting sponsored by Monopoly, you know what I'm saying, or um, or anything. But hey, Monopoly is a good money game, okay? And there's a lot of stuff online that I'm not going to specify in the show because I don't want nobody to think I'm putting something over somebody else's show, I mean, over somebody else's game or, or whatever. But there's a lot out there, y'all. So please start teaching these young people what they're about. Number three, make use of anything that, you know, the kids like to do. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of things that the children like to do that you can use to teach them about money, okay? 
Um, they want that, you know, that game out of the store or they want whatever that might cost some money, them brand new shoes. Really let them see if it's age appropriate, appropriate, let them see that it's not as simple or as easy to get as they think it is. Okay. Number four, use real numbers when teaching them. Okay. Don't try to come up with fake numbers. Use something real. You know, the price of a car, the price of a house, the price in kids' cases, the price of a, a bike, a price of a um, video game, a price of um, anything that kids, the clothes. Use, hey, these pair of jeans cost $20, these shoes cost $100, or whatever you're buying for your kids. Use the real price and show them what it really, really means when it comes to money, okay? Now, um, also, you want to be able to um, keep it real about them when it comes to, you know, your financial history. You don't want to really bring your kids in, on, you know, in certain situations, but number five, do not divulge too much about your financial history. And what we mean by that is they don't need to know that you um you know have all of these bills and and you paying these people and you got all of these bank accounts and you got all of these savings you don't need to divulge all that to the kids unless unless they're older kids and you know you putting your will together or something and you want them to know but the younger generation they don't really care about where all the money is sitting and and all of that they just want to know if you got it and you can spend it okay so that's number five. Do not divulge too much about your financial history, okay? Now, one other thing. This is a quick snippet. This is number six, okay? Find out what financial blunders, you know, you have at home and then let it go, okay? So so it's like the baggage. Find out what your financial baggage is, okay? And let it go because I'm telling you, it's, it's all it is going to do is keep stressing you out. And we're trying to get from stressing you out. Let it go, okay? That's the bonus tip. You know, find out what financial baggage you have and then let it go. Stop living in the past. You know what it is because you don't find out what it is. Let's work on it now. Let's work on it for the future, okay? Number seven, keep your money disputes as a private matter. Whatever you might be going through, whatever you and your wife, husband, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, domestic partner, whatever y'all are going through, don't let the kids see it. Don't be fighting over money in front of the kids. Honey, you spent too much. Honey, you spent too much. You know what I'm saying? We don't have no money this month. They don't need to hear the negative part of it so young, you know? We want them to understand the money. So don't bring your financial frustrations or lack of education to them, you know what I'm saying? So leave those those type of matters private. Leave them between you and the other person, okay? Uh, number eight, do not attempt to keep up with the Kardashians or the Joneses. This depends on what area, the, what era you are from. I'm from the Joneses era because I'm 53. But this younger generation, the millennials and, and the Zs and, and the alphas that are coming up, they are the Kardashian generation. You know what I'm saying? So don't let your eye fool you. Not saying that the Kardashians aren't rich or aren't billionaires or whatever they might be. Don't worry about their finance. Worry about your own finance. Teach your kids that they don't need to be like them. Be happy within their own financial situation. May it be good, okay? 
So no, don't do that. Number nine, there is no need for your children to know how much or who is earning the most between the two of you. If you are a two-parent home, they don't need to know your wife make more, your husband make more. Make it a family pot. You both bring the money home regardless of who makes the most. They don't need to know that. They don't need the complex of saying, oh, mama makes more money than dad. Dad ain't nothing or vice versa. In this era, we need three, four, ten incomes if we can get it to survive, okay? So don't let that hurt you. Leave that alone, all right? Number 10, do not show poor financial habits in front of your children. Very straight to the point, easy and real. Do not show them your old bad habits. Remember, we're trying to teach them something good, okay? When you go to the grocery store, go with your grocery list. You know what I'm saying? When you're shopping on Amazon, shop for what you're going to get. Or wherever you are, do what you're going to do and not let them see that impulsiveness sometimes. Sometimes that impulsiveness can break the bank, y'all. We don't want that, okay? So with that being said, I'm trying to tell you, we can teach these kids the right way if we take our time and make it work, okay? So work with me, I'll work with you, and we will break the barriers of financial ignorance. I'm telling you, y'all, it's out there. A lot of us are behind the times. Other countries... Third world countries are doing better than us when it comes to financial education, y'all. We got to turn that around and stop that, okay? So with that being said, those are my 10 tips for this week. And those 10 tips are for teaching your kids about money. Number one, start earlier than you expect as young as three. Number two, ensure that the lessons are age appropriate and suitable. Number three, make use of antidotes when teaching the children. Number four, use real numbers when teaching them. Number five, do not divulge too much about your financial history. Number six, find out what your financial baggage you have and then let it go. Number seven, keep your money disputes a private matter. Number eight, do not attempt to keep up with the Kardashians or the Joneses. Number nine, there is no need for children to know who earns more money between their parents. And number 10, do not show poor financial habits in front of your children, y'all. Okay? Hey, with all that being said, I want to say thank you for hanging in there with me. Please, y'all, start going to the website. You've been going there now. For, don't forgive me. I'm not saying it like you haven't been going. But please go to my website. Please go to my, you know, listen to this podcast. Spread the podcast. Review my show. I want your help. If there's something in particular that you want to answer to, call me, email me, hit me up, leave me a comment. I will tailor the show to your question. Because remember, you're not out there by yourself. There's other people that's having the same issues that we are having. I don't want this to be a therapy show. I don't want this to be anything but a family-friendly, let's sit back and kick it and learn together type of show, y'all. Okay? And with that being said... Y'all keep supporting me like you are. Please keep spreading the word. Thank y'all so much for giving me this chance, being with me, hanging in there. If this is your first season, thank you. Go back, check out the first season. If you're just coming in now, if you already been with me all of this time, I love you. I always will, okay? This Gary B., I want to say thank you. 
like I always tell y'all, I'm going to do the research. You just got to follow. Until the next show, y'all, this is Gary B. I'm out. Peace. Hey, what's up, Credit Fam? This is Gary B. for Mentally Financial. Make sure you follow me every Sunday night on all of your favorite podcast platforms. I'm out there, y'all. Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the others. So sit back, tell people about me. I'll see you every Sunday night at 9 o'clock right here. I got you. You know Gary B. Love you. Peace.